Good morning, and welcome to Mornings with the Mayor, an in-depth look at the issues and opportunities facing the city of Vacaville with Mayor Ron Roulette. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, sir. This morning, we're going to do some trash talking. Well, actually, I guess it's truly recycling talk, because we have Scott Pardini from Recology with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Scott. So, Recology's been a great partner with the city of Vacaville for as long as I can remember. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Recology and your background with them? Well, I started with Recology when I was in high school, and uh, we've been the service provider in Vacaville for many years, going back into the 50s. Um, Started washing toters and worked my way through and stayed around long enough to become the general manager. Very proud of that and very proud of our company. That's that's great. Let's talk about some major changes coming our way. It's being mandated by the state. Let's talk about what is going on now and maybe what is our goal in the future. Well, currently, Vacaville residents have three programs that that assist the city of Vacaville in attaining the diversion goals set by the state of California. It's our three-toter system. You have all three toters out once a week, one's for garbage, one's for recycling, and one's for sort of organics. Uh, It's for your yard waste and a limited amount of food waste. Um, up until now, we, we are attaining the recycling and diversion goals, but there are new regulations coming through that will provide for more stringent diversion requirements, and uh, we're here to help the city attain that. That's great. Uh, what's always great to be improving what the city does. What are some areas where the residents can improve what they're doing with their recycling? So contamination as of late is a big issue and uh, there's ways to to make sure that the recycling is clean we we offer a red tag program it's kind of an education program for customers that don't comply with the regulations of what is allowed to be put in the toters so if you get a red tag on your toter feel free to give us a call and we'll tell you how to recycle properly Um, but the main the main items that we see that are causing the contamination issues is styrofoam and plastic bags Okay, so yeah, when you're talking contamination, you're saying someone's throwing the wrong thing into the wrong bin, right? Yes, that's correct. So it seems like some easy fixes that we can do. Um, We've negotiated a lot of services over the years with Recology. What are some of the services that we wish our residents knew more about and maybe even used more? Sure. uh, There's a lot of things that are available at the curbside that the customers usually don't participate in. One of them is used uh, motor oil and oil filter recycling. So you can come down to Recology office or call us or email us and request an oil jug. We have special oil jugs that have locking caps on them. You can recycle your used motor oil and then on your service day, place the jug and the filter bag next to your blue toter and we'll pick that up. We also offer household battery recycling. So any of the items that, that use small you know, household batteries, you can place those used and depleted batteries in a Ziploc bag and place those on the top of your blue toter. So our drivers see them, they'll come out, pick them up and take them off the, the toter and get them properly recycled. What about uh, like one time out at the Recology site, do you get to come out with? So we, we have a curbside bulky program that, that residents can call in and schedule bulky items, refrigerators, couches, mattresses, things of that nature, set them out at the curb. We call it the RCP program and you label, you label the item with RCP on there. So we know that we're supposed to take it away and uh, you schedule that with the office. And then we come on your service day and pick that up. And that's any time throughout the year. How how far in advance do we need to contact the office to get that set up? If it's, if it's the day before your service day, we can take it as easy as, as that. Yeah. 
So I would also like to note that Recology is a great partner on neighborhood cleanup efforts, oftentimes uh, providing many containers for the city projects. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the incredible recycling center on Davis Street. What can our residents bring to that center? That's a unique uh, facility. We, about 12 years ago, moved out of that facility that used to be our main center of operations. We've moved out to the Hay Road facility now and have used this center as a recycling center, the city's household hazardous waste collection facility. We have e-waste drop-off, and we also have mattress and carpet recycling available. The buyback center's hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. You can bring back all of your uh, California Redemption recyclables. If you don't want to put those in your blue toter, you can bring those back and redeem the, the cash value. Uh, it is a check-only center now, so we don't have cash there, but the checks are written out at, at the point of sale. And what are those hours again? That was Saturday? Tuesday through Saturday, Tuesday 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Yeah, and then on Saturdays only, we offer the household hazardous waste drop-off for okay. all residents to bring all of their paints, solvents, any type of household waste. And uh, we also do e-waste, so if you have TVs, computers, anything electronic, you can drop those off at the center as well from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Then we have the mattress, which is new to us, the mattress drop-off program. So if you have any used mattresses, if you don't want to use your RCP uh, bulky item ticket, then you can come down on Saturdays and drop the mattresses off. If you're installing carpet and you have carpet that you want to recycle, we have a place in the center that you can drop the carpet off rolled up, and then we get that recycled as well. That's fantastic. I, I didn't know. That's great to know. Well, and it'd probably be good to note, especially for our stormwater folks, that as you use household goods like, you know, your fertilizer, even your leftover paint, please, please take a moment, bring those to the recycling center. We're trying to make it convenient as possible because we don't want those entering our water stream. We don't want them showing up right. in our sewer plant. They wreak havoc Absolutely. with our sewer operations. And so we have a center. It's got pretty good hours. Please take advantage of it because it really can cause a problem with our wastewater treatment plant. And and also uh, in, in the effort of reuse, we have the, the, the team that, that operates a facility. They pull the materials that are still usable and good, and we have a shed that's off to the side that customers can come in and take a look and sign a waiver that they want to go and reuse it at no charge. So there's pool chemicals, good, still good lawn fertilizer, good, good quality paint, or anything of that nature that can be reused. It's amazing to me to drive by somewhere on a road and see somebody throwing out all their stuff onto the road when you have so many avenues through Ecology to get that stuff picked up, even for free. So it's, it's just disappointing, but I'm hoping we're going to get that message out to the folks today. Yeah, that would be great. So it's no secret that California is very aggressive when it comes to our environmental service program. Uh, I know that you have been busy with some of the major changes in the past few years. Let's start with one of them that will hit us first, AB 1826. AB 1826 is a mandatory commercial organics recycling program, and we've gone and partnered with the city through its several phases up to the current phase where customers that provide, that produce four or more cubic yards of waste, that's garbage, recycling, cardboard, all combined, if they subscribe or produce four or more cubic yards, they're required to have an organics program. So we're in the works of, of making that uh, program begin, hopefully, first of April. And uh, they, that will require certain 
customers to subscribe to this organics program that we will be providing, and then the food waste will be diverted from the trash and get recycled and composted. And how are we getting that message out? Through, through our website, through uh, customer mailers, and the new program, everybody will be that, that's required to, to participate in the program will be notified with, in conjunction with the city staff and Recology. And Jeremy, the city's doing their part to make sure we get that out. Yes, as, as, as this begins to roll out, especially next month, we'll see a lot more information. Uh, the challenge is we're changing behavior. You know, if you're um, you know, Los Reyes downtown, you've treated your organic waste one way for 25, 30 years, and now all of a sudden it's going to be a new way to do it. Yeah. Um, so it's a cultural shift. It's going to take some time, I think, for people to have that extra bucket in the kitchen to put their organic waste into because for years they've treated it a different way. Yeah, and, and we have hired new staff that will be starting sometime in April as well specifically for the education and outreach of this new program so they can meet face-to-face with the customers, go into kitchens and do training, school presentations, public presentations with the city and and the city staff as well. Well, it sounds like some major impacts, uh, but right behind that, we have SB 1383. Tell us a little bit about that. So again, like Jeremy said, it's it's a culture and behavior shift with this program. With with the commercial organics program, we will be adding another container. But 1383 is geared towards more of the encompassing residential organics. So we will be able to start that program and not have any new containers. The, the shift will be that your green waste toter that you just put your yard clippings in will also become your organics and food waste container as well. So no, no changing of the colors of the garbage cans. We're going to keep them all the same. We're going to keep them all the same for the time being. Yes, that's great. <clears throat> that's going to take a lot of work and some partnerships to roll out each level of these programs. What's another way that we can get uh, the residents to learn the new recycling about organics? So we we have a link on our website, so you can go to www.recologyvacavillesolano.com. I know it's a long tagline, but <laughs> If you just type in Recology and search, you can get to it that way also. You can call our office, and there's links on what, what the program is and when the requirement dates are and, and how the, you can participate. It's, it's definitely the biggest challenge is we're going to have to get that word out to make sure people understand what, what the new changes are out there. Absolutely. And all of these new uh, regulations we, we reference in our quarterly newsletter. And if you don't receive paper bills, then the newsletters are also posted on our website. And we archive those for about one or two years so you can see past editions and as well as the current edition. Scott, I have to ask, uh, you know, we kind of live in the technology hub of the world here in the Bay Area. Um, so what kind of new innovations are we going to see in recology and recycling soon? I mean, my dream, are we going to have the robot trash can that takes itself out to the curb? <laughs> I wish I wish that that were, that were the case, but uh, we still have to do our part to bring the cans out. Uh, recology is always looking at the latest technology uh, as when it comes to garbage service on the street all the way to how we process the material at the recycling centers. We are using robots in some of our uh, recycling centers that uh, are producing a higher quality product. Again, contamination is the issue, and if we can get the contamination out at the curb, there's the less work that needs to get done to get everything sorted. But uh, we also utilize uh, fully automated garbage trucks. Uh, Back in the old days, the manual garbage trucks would be able to service about 300 to 350 customers in a day, and now these trucks can service over 1,000. Wow. So 
also saving manpower. The, the driver doesn't have to get out and lift 350 cans. Right. He's in the cab and he's running the joystick and, uh, and very rarely has to get out of the vehicle unless the toters aren't in the right place. We also have uh, CNG, compressed natural gas trucks, that we're partnered with filling up at the, the city's yard, as well as converting the remainder of our fleet to renewable diesel. So it's something that uh, we're, we're very proud of, uh, good for the environment, and we're always looking for better ways to service our, our constituents and our, and our cities and municipalities and have the least impact on the environment. We've uh, ran through a lot of stuff. Is there anything that we've missed? Is there any information that you wanna get to your residents we're, we're just happy to be in Vacaville. We love to be community partners. You see us once a week. We like to see you once a week and, uh, and make all of your items disappear with the least amount of impact as possible. Well, we surely appreciate everything you do for our city and we enjoy the partnership we have with you. Thank you so much for your time. Learning about these changes early will make implementing the new state laws as minimal with minimal conflict. So we do appreciate everything you guys are doing. Keep up the great work, Scott. Thank you and thanks for having me. And thank you all for listening, but don't let the conversation in here. Go to www.letstalkvacaville.com and get involved. We want to hear from you. Have a great morning.